Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We thank you today, Almighty God, for all that you have done in our lives. We thank you, Almighty God, for the food that you've given us, for the roof over our heads, the clothes that we wear. We thank you, Lord, for all things. And Father, we ask you to go with us today in this word. We ask, Father, that we get a great understanding of your word. And we ask, Lord, that we take this word and let it shown through us to others. We thank you, Almighty God, for this opportunity today and each and every day. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, everyone. Amen. Today we are going to pick back up in uh, chapter 20 of the First Chronicles. If you remember, we left off yesterday at the... Uh, the battle against the Amorites. Now, today we're going to pick up at the capture of Rabbath. Okay? All right, let's get started. All right, in the spring at the time when the king uh, goes off to war, Joab led out the armed forces. He laid waste the land of the Amorites and went to Rabbath and besieged it. But David remained in Jerusalem. Joab attacked Rabbath and left it in ruins. David took the crown from the head of their kings. Its weight was found to be talent of gold, and it was set with precious stones. And it was placed on David's head. He took a great quantity of plunder from the cities and brought out the people who were there, consigning them to labor and sore and sores, and with iron picks and axes. David did this in all of the Armenian towns, excuse me, all the Amorite towns. Then David and his entire army returned to Jerusalem. In the course of time, war broke out with the Philistines at Ger, and at this time, Sebekah, the Hashtite, uh, the Hushtite, Hush. A tight, right? Killed a Sifi, one of the descendants of Raphites, and the Philistines were subjugated. Uh, In another battle with the Philistines, Ethan, son of Jar, killed Lami, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver rod. Uh, it set another battle which took place in Goth, and there was a huge man with six fingers, one on each hand and six toes on each foot, 24 uh, in all. He also was a descendant from Rapha. And when he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shimei, David's brother, killed him. These were the descendants of Rapha and Goth, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. So these men that they killed were uh, giants. And we know that the giants 
were part of the Nephilims uh, even after the flood. They were still um, spirits arose in humans and of course uh, they did not disappear. They were so these were the giants that they killed, uh, David and his men. Okay. Um, Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a uh, census of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders in the troop, Go and count the Israelites from Bathsheba to Dan and then report back to me so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied, May the Lord multiply his troops a hundred times over, my lord the king. Are they not all my lord's subjects? And why does my lord want to do this? Why should he bring guilt on Israel? The king's word, however, overruled Joab. So Joab left and went throughout Israel and then came back to Jerusalem. Uh, Joab reported the number of the fighting men of David in all Israel. Uh, there were one man, 100,000 men, who uh, could handle a sword, including the 470,000 in Judah. But Joab did not include Levi and Benjamin in numbering because the king commanded uh, was re repulsed to him. Uh, this command was also evil in the sight of God, so he punished Israel. Then David said to God, I have sinned greatly by doing this. Now I beg you, take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. And the Lord said to uh, Gad, David's seer, go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I'm going, uh, I am giving you three uh, options Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So uh, Gad went to David and said to him, This is what the Lord says. Take your choice. Three years of famine, three months of being swept away before your enemies and with swords overtaking you, or three days of the sword of the Lord, days of plague in the land, and the angel of the Lord ravishing every part of Israel. Now then, decide how I shall answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. But do not let me fall into the hands of men. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell dead. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem, but as the angel, uh, but as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw it and was grieved because of the calamity, and said to the angel, who was destroying the people, "Enough! Withdraw your hand." The angel of the Lord uh, was. Um, uh, the angel of the Lord was standing, uh, was then standing at the thresh, threshing floor of 
uh, Ruah and Jezebite. David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and earth with a drawn sword in his hand extending over Jerusalem. Then David and his elders clothed in sackcloth fell face down. David said to God, Was it not I who ordered the fighting men to, to be counted? I am the one who has sinned and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Oh, my Lord, oh Lord, my God, let your hand fall upon me and my family, but do not let the plague remain on the people, on your people. Uh, then the angel of the Lord uh, ordered, uh, ordered Gad to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor. Arua the Jesbite. So David went up to, uh, uh, so David went up to, uh, went up in obedience to the word that God had uh, spoken to him, uh, in the name of the Lord. While Anua was threshing wheat, he turned and saw the angel, his four sons who were with him hid themselves, and then David approached. And when Anua, when Aruan, Runa, uh, looked and saw him, he left the threshing floor and bowed down before David with his face to the ground. David said to him, Let me have the sight of your threshing floor so I can build an altar to the Lord. Uh, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Sell it to me at the full price. And Noah said to David, Take it. Let my lord the king do whatever pleases him. Look, I will give the oxen for the burnt offering, the threshing uh, sledges for the wood, and the wheat for the grain offering. I will give all this. But, Dave, uh, but King David replied to a Aruna, no, I insist on paying the full price. Uh, I will not take from the Lord what is yours or sacrifice or burnt offering that costs me nothing. So David uh, paid Anuam 600 shekels of gold for the site, and David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and uh, fellowship offerings. And he called on the Lord, and the Lord answered him, with fire from heaven on the altar of the burnt offerings. And then the Lord spoke to the angel and put his sword back into his sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had spoken, uh, the Lord had answered him on the threshing floor, Arum and Aruna the Jespite, he offered sacrifices there. The tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses had made in the desert, and the altar of burnt offerings were all uh, uh, were at that time on the high place at Gideon, uh, high place at Gibbon. Um, but David could not go before it to inquire of God because. 
Uh, he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. Then David said, the house of the Lord God uh, to be is to be here and also the altar of burnt offerings for Israel. Let's see. David gave orders to assemble the aliens living in Israel, and from among them he appointed stone cutters to prepare dressed stones for building the house of God. He prepared a large mount of iron to make nails for the doors of uh, for the doors of the gateway and for the fittings and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs uh, than could be counted for the Sidonians and Tyrians had brought large numbers of them to David. And David said, my son Solomon is very, uh, my son Solomon is young and inexperienced. And the house, the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and frame and splendor in the sight of all nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before he died. Uh, then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build the house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, my son, uh, I had in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord my God, but this word of the Lord came to me, and you have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not, uh, you are not to build a house for my name, because you have shed much blood on the earth in my sight. But you will have a son, who will be a man of peace and rest. And I will give him the rest for all of his enemies on either side. His name will be Solomon. And I will grant Israel peace and quiet during his reign. He is the one who will build a house for your name. He will be my son and I will be your father. And I will establish the throne of this kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with you, and may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God. As he said, you would. May the Lord give you, uh, may the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel, so that you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then uh, you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and the laws that the Lord gave Moses from Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Uh, I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord's 
100,000 talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too, great to be weighed and wood and stone. And you may add to them. You have many workmen, stonecutters, masons, and carpenters, as well as men skilled in every work, every kind of work, in gold and silver and bronze and iron craftsmen beyond number. Now, begin the work, and the Lord be with you. Then David ordered all the uh, leaders of Israel to help uh, his son Solomon. And he said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you? And he did not grant you rest. Okay, then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. He said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you, and has he not granted you rest on every side? For he has handed the inhabitants of the land over to me, and the land is subjected to the Lord and to his people. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God, and begin to build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may begin the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the sacrificed articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. Okay. Chapter 23, verse 1. When David was old and full of years, he made his son Solomon king over Israel. He also gathered together all the leaders of Israel as well as the priests and the Levites. The Levites, 30 years old or more, were counted, and the total number of men was 38,000. David said, Of these 34,000, are to supervise the work of the temple of the Lord. And 6,000 are to be officials and judges. 4,000 are the gatekeepers, and 4,000 are the praise the Lord with musical instruments. I have provided for, uh, for that purpose. David divided the Levites into groups corresponding to the son of Levi, uh, Gershon, Korath, and Merai. Gershite, belonging to Gershite, Ladi, Shimei, the son of Latin, Jerel, the first, Zithaman, and Joel, three in all. The sons of Shimei, Shelemoth, Hazel, Haram, Three and all, there were the heads of the family of Latin. And the sons of Shimei, Jeff, Zira, Ziza, Jewish, Jewish, Berek, okay, uh, And the sons of Shimei, 
Javis Ziza, Jeju, and Burah. These were the sons of Shimei, four in all. Jonathan was the first and Zia the second, but Joash and Benarah did not know many sons. So they were counted as one family with uh, one assignment. The Kohites, the sons of Kohath, Amram, Isaac, Hebron, Uzel, four in all. The sons of the sons of Ambron. Aaron, Moses, Aaron was set apart, he and his descendants forever. Ten consecrated the most holy things to offer sacrifices before the Lord and to minister before um, to minister before him and to pronounce blessings in his name forever. The sons of Moses, the men of God, were counted as part of the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses, Gershom and Eleazar, the descendants of Gershom, uh, Shubel was the first descendant of Eleazar, Rehabeth was the first. Eleazar had no other name. Eleazar had no other name. I'm sorry. Eleazar had no other sons. But the sons of Rehabeth were very uh, numerous. Okay, we read this before. They're just going back over this again. Uh, the sons of Hebron, Uriah the first, Amorish the second, uh, Jezreel the third, and Jochamin the fourth. The sons of Uzel, uh, Mecca the first, and Isaiah the second. Aishiza, Aishiza. Okay, um, the Mirites, the son of Mirai, Mahali and Mushi, the sons of the sons of Mahai, Elazar and Kish. Elazar died without having sons, and he had only daughters. Their cousins, the son of Kish, married them. The sons of Mushi, or Mutai, Elder and Jeremoth, these in all. These were the descendants of Levi by their families, the head of the families as they were registered under their names and counted individually. This is the work, uh, the workers 20 years old and more, who served in the temple of the Lord. For David had said, since the Lord, the God of Israel, has granted rest to his people and has come to dwell in Jerusalem forever, the Levites no longer need to carry the tabernacle or any of the articles used in the service, according to the last uh, instruction of David, the Levites were counted from those uh, 20 years old or more. The duty of the Levite was to help Aaron's ascendants in the service of the temple of the Lord to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification, all the sacred things and the performances of the duties the house of God, and they were in charge of the bread set on the side, the flour for the grain, 
uh, the flour for the grain offering, the unleavened wafers, and the baking and the mixing, and all the measurements of quality and size. Now, they were also to stand every morning uh, to thank and praise the Lord, and they were to do the same in the evening. And whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbath and on new moons, festivals, and appointed feasts, uh, they were to serve before the Lord regularly in the proper um, number and in a way prescribed for them. And so the Levites carried out their responsibilities for the tent meeting for the holy place and under their brothers, the descendants of Aaron, for the service of the temple of the Lord. Okay. Okay, uh, I'm noticing that they're repeating themselves. Um, so we're not going to go and call out the names anymore. Um, we're on chapter 24, division of the priests. These were the divisions of the sons of Aaron. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Elazar, Ithmar, uh, but Nadab. And Elihu died before their father uh, did, and they had no sons. So Elazar and Itmar served as the priests. With the help of Zadok, a descendant of Elazar, and Abelek, uh, a descendant of Itmar, David separated them into divisions for their appointed order of ministry. A large number of the leaders were found among Elazar's ascendants, then among Itzar, and they were divided accordingly. Uh, Sixty heads of uh, families from Elazar, uh, Um, okay, we have, uh, 16 heads of family from Elazar's descendants and eight heads of families from Ithmar's descendants. Uh, they divide them in, impartially by drawing lots. For there were officials of the sanctuary and officials of God among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithmar. The scribe Sariah, son of Nathan, a Levite, recorded the names in the presence of the king and the officials Zadok, the priests, Amalek, son of Abathar, and the heads of the families of the priests, 
and of the Levites, one family being taken from Eleazar and then one from Ithar. Okay, so we're not going to go over these names again. Uh, we're just going to skip down to uh, 19. Um, the names start at 7. They go down to 18. This was their appointed order of ministry when they entered the temple. Okay. Uh, the Lord, according to the regulations prescribed for them by their forefathers Aaron, as the Lord God of Israel had commanded him. As for the rest of the descendants of Levi, the sons of Aaron, Shurabel, for the sons of Shurabel and Judiah, uh, as the uh, Rehabish from his sons uh, Isha was the first. Okay, again, they list the names of the Levites who rested. Okay, so we're going to skip down from 20 to 31. And it says, these were the Levites according to their families. They also cast lots as their brothers, the descendants of Aaron, did and the uh, presence of King David and Zadok. Amalek and the heads of the families of the priests and of the Levites, the families of the oldest daughter, were um, were treated the same as those of the uh, younger. Hmm. Okay, um, we're going to stop here. And again, we're going to pick up uh, tomorrow... On chapter 25, we will begin with the singers and the gatekeepers. I mean, we've, <coughs> we've read their names, so I'm literally skipping over the name parts. Um, so we'll be skipping quite a lot tomorrow because they're repeating themselves. Okay. All right, everyone, um, you have a blessed evening. This is Minister Macmillan saying God bless and good night.